And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. Welcome back, everybody. This is session two on our topic about prosperity. And if you missed session one, how, how do they find it? We put a link to it below this video. Okay. All right, and we're reminding you that the subject matter and the information is coming through group Akashic Record sessions that we've had in Dublin, Ireland. And they're all discussed in full in my book, A Time of Change, the very first book, available from atimeofchange.info. And I also want to mention um, that if you are interested in learning to read the Akashic Records, we have a training coming up in Bend, Oregon. On September 24th and 25th, it's a two-day workshop which will teach you how to get into the Akashic Records, how to become a reader, how to read yourself, how to read others. And if we have time, we will go into the Universal Records a little bit. So that's coming up as a live workshop in Bend, Oregon. And you can find the information on worldofempowerment.com. Worldofempowerment.com. But you will also find it at akashicrecords.smartmember.com. But remember, if you can't make it physically to Bend, Oregon, remember that we also teach this as a home study course. And that's available also by searching on the World of Empowerment website and just search under Akashic Records or Training Course and you will find the details of it there. All right, uh -huh. so this is the question that a member of the group asked. The question was, a lot of people will say that it's very easy to manifest prosperity. Yet for a lot of people, it's actually very difficult to manifest prosperity. Why is that? Okay. I remember that question so well. And I remember finding it very valuable, actually, because it's like as if people were made unequal. And that actually well, got right. me. Mm. It really did. And I had I spent a bit of time trying to understand why would that be the case? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But it is only an appearance, of course. I mean, and it's also a matter of interpretation and it's a perception. But nonetheless, it's very real for a lot of people. It is. Yes. Okay, so the answer Source brought forth was that people feel guilty about being prosperous due to what we have already explained. Now, what Source would be talking about a little bit before this was the belief in death. And um, I suppose we should give that a little bit of it, of note here because that's, that will be a conversation that we do have in this series about the, the death belief and all that that involves. Okay, but, but we're speak specifically focusing on guilt right now. Okay, so it continues and says, if you feel that there is going to be a consequence to someone or something you manifest, you won't allow yourself to have it. And if you do, you will destroy it for yourself eventually in some way. Look at the people who have fame or millions of dollars. You will often hear how they destroy themselves with drugs or alcohol, or they become so egotistical that they lose favor with others. So it goes on to talk about illness. It says every illness is really self-punishment in some way. When illnesses manifest in you, it is part of you that doesn't believe in your own innocence, that you're loved by God. Beneath all suffering and lack is the unhealed core belief in guilt and punishment. That's the problem. When people say they want something, 
And it doesn't have to be only money. It could be a relationship, a new car. And if they have a subconscious equation that associates the object of their desire with a negative consequence of some type, they will not allow their desire to manifest. They may simply believe it is impossible for them to have that object or that the consequence of having it outweighs the benefits. The exception to this is when your soul contract has arranged safeguards for you to not be waylaid or distracted by certain things or ways of life that would be unproductive for what you are trying to accomplish in this life. Sometimes people know, for example, that if they were to suddenly manifest things they desire, they'd leave people, places, or existing relationships in their lives, so they worry about the effect of that on others. There are many subconscious beliefs about prosperity within each one of us that deserve our honest examination. And journaling about your beliefs is a great exercise. Okay, so just I just wanted to say this one thing, because the next question is that somebody does ask, is there any way to get rid of guilt? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Source says, to release guilt, you first have to stop believing in it and then release the fear that is attached to it. So the next thing goes into fear, but let's just stay on the topic mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. guilt right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What do you think about that uh, whole section? Guilt is an, an amazing thing. It, guilt... I remember even being brought up as as a child how guilt gets introduced very quickly into our learning. If you do this, this is the consequence. Or you'll get, uh, what do you call it, grounded or sent to your room or... uh, Punished. Punished. This is the payment for that. So in other words, you very quickly arrive at the place that for everything there's a price to pay. And for the rest of your life then, I know in my case, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. It is true. And it's also the belief that whatever you gain, there's loss attached. Yes. Okay, now we all know Mm -hmm. that in this particular world, things are temporary. Things don't last forever in this physical universe. They come and they go. That's part of life. However, you know, the belief that there's going to be a negative consequence of something really is is a lot of what stops people. And then it brings in this whole thing about the belief in earning, that we have to earn every single thing we receive. And also there's that issue of deserving. And of course that goes back to the belief in guilt. Yes. Because when source says to you, well, you're really innocent. I mean, how many, if you, if we really knew we were completely innocent, and that we deserved only every good thing. How different we'd all be, really. Because we wouldn't be, we'd be joyous for other people when they received. We know that they're just as deserving as we are, that there's plenty for all. I remember, as I say, as a child, Angel was struggling with this whole guilt and punishment thing. And then somewhere along the line, somebody said to me, if God be for you, who can be against you? Mm-hmm. And that thought completely blew me away. I mean, because we consider that God is not for us. Well, we think it's both, don't we? 
Yeah. You think that sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But how could a God not be for you all of the time, you see? And this is this is where we're going when you come into the, how do we alleviate ourselves from this guilt. But staying with the guilt for a moment, it is everywhere. It, it even comes across as part of our existence in the 3D reality that says where there's light, there's dark, where there's up, there's down, where there's black, mm. there's white. So in All these those polarities. In these polarities. So you have rich, you must have poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have innocence, well, somebody must be guilty somewhere, mm. sometime, you mm-hmm. know. So these, these polarities are things that really come undone when you start journaling about them. And I want to bring this point up simply because Angel Rose has spent many years journaling many many years journaling and I've done she taught me to do the same and it's amazing what actually comes out of your journaling and this is not to be a chore in the sense that oh you know it's like composing a a manuscript or in school you know you're doing a composition of some it's not work this is actually a joyful unfolding Angel Rose and I we created an absolutely wonderful uh, course uh, again a home study course called transformational writing journaling your way to a happy life and this is what it does it unravels those beliefs in guilt and you do it all you need is just a pen and some paper that's it nothing else all right but but again i think two of the themes here with source in both last week and this week or the other day in this this day is it talks to us about the ideas the idea of lack and the idea of guilt, and implying that the choice to believe in those things, okay, is half the problem, okay, that we're choosing to believe in them because of all the things you just mentioned, because of programming, because that's the way we've been taught. And we even see, you know, evidence of this now. Look at all the competitions with religions now, and Mm -hmm. people murdering each other for their religious beliefs, and well, they've been doing well, that for centuries. One God says this and the other God says that. Well, the, the truth is, is the source we know through the Akashic Records is absolutely loving. All the time, through every circumstance, through every situation, no matter what. Okay, and so I'd like to leave this section. If people could, it would be great if they did get out a pen and paper or a Hanuman mm-hmm. and write down, what do I believe in guilt or what do I believe I deserve or how do I feel about myself in terms of achieving my desires? If they could just do that little exercise themselves, it would be great. But if, if you don't do that, at least start to let maybe those belief structures in your mind be jostled around a little bit where you start to say, why do I choose to believe in guilt and what would it mean if I didn't? Believe in it anymore, not for myself, not mm. for anyone. And that would be food for thought. Really because, Ahano, the next section is fear. Let's go. Go forth and prosper without guilt. You've been listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahano. To get the profound statements from the Akashic Records in your mailbox each week, log on 
to worldofempowerment.com.